You are listening to Pandora's Box Radio with Kaylee LaRoche. For more information about my products and services, counseling, coaching, hypnotherapy, books, and audios, please visit NarcissismFree.com or PathBackToSelf.com. Hello, you beautiful souls. This is Kalia. And today I'm going to talk about how if you change your story, you can change your life. Now, I wrote an article many years back. You know, my articles come back to haunt me sometimes because I've been writing for over 20 years on my website, NarcissismFree.com, or the content that became the early stages of my website, NarcissismFree.com. I wrote an article about how our stories keep us stuck. And I got a really rather nasty shaming comment from somebody this past week who the shaming was kind of the, how dare you? How dare you suggest that victims of narcissistic abuse have anything to do with their abuse? She further shamed me by telling me that she could not believe in a sense how how much I was lacking in empathy and uh, how I was hurting people by suggesting that they take responsibility for their abuse in a sense. And that she was just devaluing and discarding me by letting me know I was basically worthless to her and that she wasn't ever going to follow my work anymore. She was done with me. So I got discarded and, you know, that always feels bad. I am sensitive. I do not like getting scathing emails or comments from people, but I've learned to develop somewhat of a backbone. And I understand that by putting myself out here in a public way that I am subjecting myself to attack, especially in the field that I've been working in for the past 20 years, narcissistic abuse, I actually actually attract a lot of people I have, not so much anymore because my own energy has shifted, but I have been known to attract people into my reality through comments and emails and things like that that are displaying narcissistic behavior themselves. And that narcissistic behavior involves shaming, devaluing, discarding, uh, fault finding, all those kinds of things. Instead of actually having a conversation to say, is this what you meant by this? Or, Or I was triggered by this. Could you shed some more light on it? Because in a case like that, I would be happy to share. And, you know, this was all the result of this woman taking my words and twisting them. Does that sound familiar? And creating a story in her own head. Here, I'm talking about stories, but she created her own story about what I was saying that had nothing to do with reality. Does that sound familiar? Because I was 
basically in that article, and I still talk about this and I'm talking about this today, our stories really do keep us stuck. And I want to revisit that. So thank you for this woman for helping me to revisit this today. And to revisit the concept of victims, perpetrators, and personal responsibility. I talk about being a victim quite a lot because victim is a buzzword. Some people feel like they're a victim of narcissistic abuse. I have used that term. That's a psychological term. It becomes automatic sometimes. And I think a lot of people use that term automatically because those who have gone through the horrific experience of narcissistic abuse truly feel victimized. I felt victimized. I felt like a victim. I had to work with my own victim identity around narcissistic abuse. And I typically explain it like this. If you are a victim of rape, you have been victimized by that rapist. But are you going to stay a victim? Because staying a victim means you never get your power back that that rapist forever for the rest of your life has your power, that you continue to blame everything in your life to that rape. And by my saying this, I don't by any means want to demean or belittle that experience or suggest it wasn't highly traumatic because it was. Any of you that have been a victim of rape know how traumatic it is. And I have worked with victims of rape. I've experienced date rape myself. And it's it's a horrific experience. It's horrifically invalidating, degrading, humiliating. It, it, it is highly traumatic. Where narcissistic abuse is a soul rape, which is like an energetic rape, to a physical rape, which is a sexual um, rape, basically. It's physical. So people that go through soul rape, which is a, a violation of you, your person, on a deep soul level. And it feels very victimizing in the way that a rape victim feels victimized. So I don't want to take that away from people. I understand. I've been there. I understand how it feels. But here's the deal. Is we, when we are victimized or feel victimized, we create stories in our minds and you might be able to identify that when it's narcissistic abuse, that story through the experience of PTSD, that trauma that you've experienced, there is a tendency to tell your story over and over and over and over again to anyone who will listen. Now, this is part of the trauma 
And when I work with people, I definitely hold a space for them to tell their story about what happened. But I redirect them after a few sessions, because if they came to me week after week after week, and all they did for our hour together was tell the same story over and over and over again, are they going to progress? No. I get that when you have PTSD, that there is a need or a drive to tell your story. But see, PTSD is a disorder. It's called post-traumatic stress disorder, which means it's not healthy functioning. It's a result of trauma. So if you come to me to work with me and you are in PTSD and you have been telling your story over and over and over again to everybody who will listen about what happened to you or who this person is that did this to you and how they got away with it and how there's a new person in their life that they jumped right into a relationship with and now apparently are living happily ever after and la, 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 la. We know the story. We all have been there. We know the story. So the thing is, is that if you come to work with me, we're not going to stay stuck. We're not going to stay stuck in the story because it's not healthy. And most people who come to work with me know it's not healthy. They know that there's something insane about that obsession and that rumination that they continue to be stuck in. It's like a never-ending cycle. It's like Groundhog's Day. They can't get away from it. So it's my work to help people to get away from it. And the way I do that is to help them to get out of their story. And this is basically what I was talking about in that article, is that our stories can really, truly keep us stuck when we are habitually needing to tell them over and over and over again. So one of our keys to healing is to change the story. Now you have to change the story by creating a new story. And I said in my last video, the only way to heal darkness is to bring in the light, to replace it with the light. The only way to change a bad habit is to develop a good habit. The only way to change a traumatic story is to create a new story. So we don't just get rid of the story, but most people don't realize that. So they're stuck in the story because what's going to replace it? What are they going to do to replace that story? So the first thing you have to do is identify what your story is. What is it that you need people to know? What do you need people to know about what happened to you? And the next question is, why do you need people to know this? And the answer is typically validation because the experience of narcissistic abuse is so invalidating that we often need that validation from outside people to 
mirror back to us that yes, something horrible happened to you. Because so many people feel like they're going crazy. That they've maybe made all this up in their head because that person, that narcissistic person, that perpetrator goes on as if nothing ever happened. And you feel like you've been a victim of a hit and run. So how could that be? How could that person be so unscathed when you're in the hospital, broken bones, concussion, IV feeding tubes, can't walk, can't function, can't go to work. And that person just drove off into the sunset after hitting you without a care. And he hasn't been caught. So you need validation that you really did get hit. That you really have been traumatized. But here's the thing is if it was an actual hit and run, people would know you're in the hospital. You've been hit by a car. How horrible. But with narcissistic abuse, it's invisible. People don't see it. And that's why we end up feeling crazy. Emotionally destroyed in so many levels. The good news is there is healing in this, but it isn't really going to be dependent on outer validation because most people, as you probably have found out, don't understand. They don't see it like you were in the middle of it. You were experiencing it. But that narcissistic person does does the dirty deeds mostly in private where nobody's witnesses there's no witnesses so how's somebody really going to validate you if they're not a witness and a lot of people put it in the perspective of oh well you know breakups are hard yeah it's tough yeah i've had bad relationships before they're difficult and it feels like they're being it feels like you're being invalidated even further that it's just like oh well you know it's hard, but people don't really understand the trauma, the traumatic effects that come from that kind of abuse. So that validation is really important. And that, that's why we tell our story over and over and over again. We're looking for people to maybe validate that we aren't crazy. But what ends up happening is we feel even more crazy when we don't get the validation that we're seeking. So that's a role that I've played for people for the past 20 years is working with people to help to validate that, yes, this is truly a traumatic experience. Yes, you truly have been affected. Yes, I understand because I do, because I've been there, because I've suffered in the same way. And that's where I have learned so much, such as 
that we get stuck in these stories. I get the stories. I know why they happen. But we have to still change the story if we're going to heal. Because we have to understand the workings of the subconscious mind. So I'm going to bring my clinical hypnotherapy back in. That when you continue to give your subconscious mind images of what happened to you, of the story of your how victimized you were, how much this hurt, how much in pain you are, how traumatized you are, the subconscious says yes. So it continues to produce that reality. You keep waking up to that reality day after day after day because that's the seeds that you continue to plant in your subconscious mind. And that is why it's so important to plant new seeds. So what might a new story look like? Might look like, yeah, I went through a really difficult time, but I am strong. I am resilient. And I am going to recreate a life that's even better than the life I had before I met this person. Or the life I believed I had when I was with that person. That I have the power to create an amazing new life. And I may not feel great right now, but I am on my way. I am recovering. I am healing. I am becoming the greatest version of myself. I am learning not to survive, but to thrive, to become the best me that I can possibly be. And you start aligning your thoughts and beliefs with that new version of reality. You start giving these images to your subconscious mind, even if you're not feeling it, you don't have to feel it right away. But you do have to plant those seeds. I talked in the last video about planting the seeds in the subconscious mind. That is the fertile soil that produces future results. The seeds you plant today is the fruit that sprouts above ground tomorrow. So when you continue to plant the same seeds through, through telling the same story over and over and over again, you get stuck in the story. See where I'm coming from? It keeps regurgitating and regurgitating. But when you start telling yourself a different story and telling yourself and others, because when people ask you, so how are you doing? How are you feeling? I've always wanted to be honest about feelings. I think being honest about feelings is really important. And I think there's a time and a space to talk about how you're feeling. But when you're dealing with people that just really don't get it, that really can't hear you, that really can't truly care how you're feeling, just because they themselves don't understand, they they haven't experienced it, it's best that you say, I'm healing. I'm getting better. Every day is better. And that you're telling your subconscious mind. I'm healing. 
I am getting better. Every day is better. And the subconscious says, yes. And that becomes your new reality. Now, remember, there is a delay from the time you plant the seed to the time it sprouts above ground. And that's where you practice patience and you nurture the seed by continuing to feed your subconscious to water the seeds of the future that you're creating, which is I am healing, I am getting better. I have a new story. I'm creating a new story. And that new story involves me being my absolute best that I'm coming out of this stronger and better than ever before. Now, some of the sub, uh, some of the hypnotherapy sessions that I do, I do um, something called timeline walking or timeline jumping quantum jumping. There's a lot of different names for it. But what it is, is that in hypnotherapy, we take you into the future to meet your future self. And so we get the imagination really engaged in going into the future and meeting your future self. And being able to witness and observe and talk to and even experience what it's like to be in the body of your future self. And because your imagination, which all this work is done in, the subconscious is the seat of the imagination. And also the subconscious does not know the difference between what is real in our conscious waking reality and what is imagined. So the seeds we give it through imagination become our reality. We have to understand that piece. So when you travel into the future in your imagination and you see that future version of yourself, you know, most people are going to see the most empowered, positive version of themselves. Because that's truly what they want to create in the future. So when they travel that timeline two years in the future, I usually hear these kinds of words. I am healthy. I'm radiant. I'm glowing. I'm happy. My business is succeeding. Or I have a great job. I'm in a great new relationship where I'm really loved and valued. And you get these, these messages that are going into the subconscious of this is where you're going. This is your road out. This is your new story. I am healthy. I'm happy. I'm radiant. I'm glowing. I have a great new relationship. I have a great new job or I am my business. I started a business. I'm thriving. I wrote that book. I Whatever it is that you would love to do becomes a part of your future reality. So you're planting seeds through this new story and you bring that story back with you. And that becomes your blueprint for what you're creating in your life, what is going to outpicture in your life tomorrow. So these are the seeds that you're planting today. I am 
healthy, I'm happy, I'm radiant, I'm glowing, I'm prosperous, I'm on purpose, I'm traveling, I got a great new relationship, whatever it is that comes to you in that session becomes your blueprint for your new reality that you're creating. So if you're staying stuck in the old story, it's like I've been defeated. My life has been destroyed. I don't see how I'm ever going to recover from this. He took everything from me. I have no energy to live life anymore. I don't even want to be here anymore. Subconscious says yes. And you don't want that. So I get that people feel that way. I get that. I felt that way. But you don't want to stay there. You want to create a new story so that you truly can change your life. So I hope that this has been helpful. And if you would love to work with me one-on-one, please go to my website, NarcissismFree.com or PathBackToSelf.com where you can schedule a session online in my using my online calendar. Or if you want to just work with some of my audio hypnosis downloads or books, read my books or articles or anything like that, you can go to both of those websites, NarcissismFree.com or KayleeLaRoche.com. And my new website for my audio hypnosis downloads is inner-transformations.com. Inner-transformations with an S.com. And you can see my collection of audio hypnosis downloads. Okay, thank you so much for listening today, for being here with me. And I wish you much love and healing and a great new story. We'll see you in the next podcast.